Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 99, Christmas Flow. We are broadcasting live, well, live for us from various sundry locations across the New River Valley. I don't even know if that's the right vocabulary word to use, Jesse, but you're in a It feels like sundry, sundry sounds good right. Good look, a sundry sounds right? Yeah. A good-looking studio setup, man. Where where precisely are you located for Yes, this? here we are. Here I am in the uh, in the studio at Valley Bible Church, our church here in Radford, Virginia. We set up this little video studio, recording studio, uh this summer, and we've just been rolling. We keep adding things like there's a plant. Yeah, see lighting. Not, I see nice real, lighting on you. Plant, yeah, there's a bookcase, lighting, a camera, nice wall. You have a little a depth nice of field, gray wall back view. here. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a, I'm getting a print, a photography print to go on that back wall. So that's awesome. gonna, that's gonna look nice. Well, what do you think of my studio? That you got uh, a great studio there. <laughs> what is that? The Holiday Inn. <laughs> I'm not uh, disclosing my location uh, <laughs> because I'm a, I got exposed uh, on Monday as well, um, and so very close quarters, 45 minutes with somebody who's positive, and just with um, my wife's physical condition in light of her surgery, she's very very uh, you know, two weeks into a uh, she can't get eight sick week right recovery. Now. Yeah, so that we just I just got out, man. So I'm I'm going to be living on my own. I'm getting tested later this week. Hopefully we'll be negative. If negative, I can go home then. Hopefully, hopefully before Christmas, Jesse, because if yeah, I'm positive. Oh my gosh. Christmas yeah. is coming up, man. You got to be know, negative, bro. I got to be. And it all happened yesterday on my birthday. It's like, you know, everybody makes their 2020 jokes, but my my 2020 joke is I had a wonderful start for my birthday. My family woke me like, up. You had they were steak, giving me presents. You had steak laid out on your grill. I saw it on social media. <laughs> my kid, my birthday family steaks. gave me big fat huge Mondo ribeye steaks. Um and I seasoned them up, wrapped them up in a foil pan and um and then everything went down. I found out that uh, you know, a guy that was in a Bible study I was leading positive so man i was uh out like a scout and my wife she's she's super cautious with the flu um and so i i i departed and the kids let me know later that they literally defumigated and scrubbed <laughs> down the whole house and uh yeah so i'm living in this in a in in this hotel space um using suboptimal cameras and backup microphones but uh hey man we're broadcasting live from various sundry places in the new river valley but hey we're talking about christmas that's right that's right and and i and i sure hope you have a negative test you got to be home for christmas man i know your birthday's already been all jacked up you got to get home you know this is the first time i said it out loud i just realized if i am positive lord lord willing i won't be but if i was i won't be home for christmas Christmas. what is that you can't you got to be negative oh man yeah i think so and and the good thing too is that the the time between i was with the, the the young man that had it that has it um and the time i was with my family was you know, less than two days. So I, I probably was, if I do have it, I'm not, I wasn't contagious around my bride. So right thing to get out of there. But you are now um, if you, if you do have it. So but. yeah. And I feel great. So uh, feeling good. Um, I had my own scare last week. You know, we had a Bonhoeffer yeah. house dinner and yeah. you know, I was around someone who ended up testing positive a couple of days later. And so I isolated all week last week and it's, it's a pain. Of course, I didn't have yeah. to isolate away from my family because uh, <laughs> and, nobody was And the only reason recovering. we're doing that is just because of Casey's yeah. condition. She's still got stitches in four places on her insides, you know, and so yeah. 
I her developing like a horrendous cough or something just is is yeah. just well we just trying to avoid that at all costs. So man, when you get yeah, a ne- uh, Jesse, when you get a negative test result back right now though, it feels like you won the lottery. Like it <laughs> yeah. just felt so good. I was supposed to pre. I, well, I did preach on Sunday, and uh, at seven thirty a.m. on Sunday morning, I still did not have my test results back. Everyone else that got tested, even people that got tested at the same time, at the same day, had their results back. They were all negative, and so I felt good. I didn't have any symptoms, but uh, 7.30 in the morning, I finally got, I was getting ready to record a sermon to be played, and then I got my, uh, my negative results back. I almost well, had a cartwheel, but I didn't want to get hurt. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you're negative. Uh, we, we've, this is our third podcast in like a week, man, so we're, we're, uh, uh, we're doing well in producing things. Kayla and I, I, don't, I probably had, you probably hadn't had a chance to listen yet, I haven't but listened Kayla, yet. Uh, Kayla home from college episode sharing kind of what it's like to be a young Christian academic in an intellectual setting like a university. So really enjoyed that. And, and ironically, I've been doing so much with Casey surgery and taking my kids to and fro to Raleigh, North Carolina and Richmond for soccer kind of things where there's social distance. And they one tournament, they made them play with a mask on. And of course the one team from Kentucky had all theirs down within three minutes of the game starting. And I was like, this isn't right. Um, but so I haven't even been around Kayla that much since she's been home so it was great just to even have that podcast together just to talk a little bit and yeah i'll listen to it this week i love when kayla's on i love I when your kids are on man your kids are fantastic uh they're they're a blessing man and uh telling them yesterday that i was leaving because they we found out and then i just started the motion to get out of there and tommy didn't even know uh, kayla knew because she was helping and then kai was grabbing like you know computers and stuff for me out of my shed quarters and then tommy was trying to hug me i was like hey right now let's hold off he's like what's going on i was like well here here's the deal so kids are great kids love christmas jesse um they do um they do. Most kids do. Um, and so I wanted to do a little episode um, for maybe some younger uh, parents out there, new parents. I've got a friend just had a baby a couple of days ago. Um, Christmas traditions. Now, um, this is interesting because Christmas is a big time for uh, followers of Jesus. It's a major part. Any um, Christian tr- tradition or denomination that follows kind of the Christian liturgical year which won't get too detailed into that, but the season of Advent leading up to Christmas tide, the Christmas feast, celebrating the the incarnation or the coming, the first coming of Jesus. Certainly, celebrations of uh, of the Epiphany, the appearing of our Lord, Easter, Pentecost, these kind of things mark out the year. And Christmas has been a big one for a long time. There's an interesting article actually that just went out on the Gospel Coalition this week about why we celebrate Christmas in December. Because there's some theories out there related to replacing pagan holidays, but there's some interesting things being said there by Kevin DeYoung in that article. I'll put it in the show notes. But Christmas is coming. Um, the Grinch is sold Christmas, animated version. That's the only Grinch to me. Every other version of The Grinch <laughs> is dead to me, just so you know. Um, uh, like I'll new, put another musical thing. out now, I think. Oh, they got lots of Grinches, yeah. but there is only one Grinch, and there's only one Cindy Lou Who. It's a little cartoon character. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll put a video out, uh, and I'll put that in the show notes about the redemption of the Grinch, because me and a world-class animator who was working for VeggieTales at the time we produced this uh, showed the inside story of what happened to the Grinch when his heart grew ten times or whatever that day. Mm-hmm. Um, we show how the work of God in redemption of the Grinch happened, So, and it's high-class animation. Uh, the writing I'll leave up to you guys to decide, but I'll put that out there. 
there. Hopefully copyright people won't come after me. Uh, but the, the Grinch, he got saved. I guarantee you that. Well, um, Christmas is coming up. And so I figured we'd talk a little bit about family uh, traditions because a lot of things, you know, with, you know, uh, celebrations as a community and culture, Christmas time, which was, you know, the, the birth of Jesus, Easter, uh, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. Celebrations have a kernel of commonality, right, that we all kind of, hey, here's what we're doing. Um, but yet there's some unique things that we can do as families uh, with creativity uh, in order to mark certain occasions. So we're going to talk a little bit about our Christmas stuff here today, Jesse. So I'd to let you go first. Share just some of your cherished practices with your youngins uh, and your your the, your wife of your youth uh, during these uh, Christmas uh, season. Yeah, we love we love this season. Um, you know, I love I love the way that the, 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 the Christian calendar is anchored really on two sides with Easter and Christmas and each have their, their lead up, right? You've got Lent leading up to, to Easter and Advent leading up to Christmas. Um, and what did they call it after Easter? Ordinary time or something? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I don't know. I think that's right. <laughs> regular uh, time. Regular time. So, um, so we have a few family traditions that have worked well for us, um, we're kind of all, we're, we're pretty dynamic. So meaning, uh, uh, things fluid, change, change, flexible. We've tried different, um, like Advent devotionals. We've tried different practices with the kids. Our kids are still young. So they're, um, uh, hold on. I'll get this three, eight, 10 and 11. And so, um, yeah, those are sweet ages. Yeah. They're great ages. They love Christmas. They love the, the lead up. Uh, I think they love Advent. Jenny and I, probably love it more than them at this point. But, um, so, so what we've settled into this year and I like this, I think we'll stick with it. We've been looking for a good Advent devotional book that works well for young kids and for Jenny and I, and, yeah. uh, some of them are just too like flowery too. uh, um, I don't know. They, they try too hard. Um, abstract poetic. Yeah. Yeah. So this one is, this one is a little bit like that. Uh, but not too much. And it's short enough that I can, because one of the things when you have little kids is you have to manage their attention spans. Yeah, and for so, sure. uh, so right now what our practice is, is every day in theory, we, we have a family devotion in the morning and at night. Uh, in the morning, we do the Jesus Storybook Bible. So that's uh, Sally Lloyd-Jones um, yeah. and the illustrator Yago, I think is the illustrator, really good illustration. Uh, and they have these... Um, cards, these little advent cards that lead, they're just uh, a different reading for the 20, I think they do 24 days. So they don't quite do the okay. the four um, weeks. They do the, 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 the uh, 24 days, days in December before Christmas. And so you have your card, your card has a little memory verse, which we don't sweat trying to memorize that. We just, <laughs> just read it and then um, read it. And then we do our, we read the story and, and we're, we're cycling around if I'm in a hurry, I read it. If if I'm not in a hurry to get out, then I let one of my kids read it because it goes a little slower <laughs> and there's a little yeah. bit more like, what's this word? Yeah. Um, and we don't do a lot of discussion. Like it's pretty simple. You know, we're just, we read it. Uh, I might ask him one question related to it. Like we did the story of Naaman uh, uh, getting his, his healing for leprosy with the prophet Elisha this morning. And the kind of the moral, the, the, the story there is number one, uh, um, this sort of humiliation or, or him having to humble himself to receive 
um, to receive the healing. But there's also this, this story of the slave girl who, um, yeah. who really points him in the direction of his healing. Uh, so this sort of countercultural kindness that's being shown. And so we talked a little bit about that. Then I pray and then go about my day. Um, Oh, the other thing with that that Jenny does is fantastic. She's so she's so good at making our house really homey, especially in, in the Advent season. Um, she has this uh, this twine that she strings down the hallway, pinned up on either side, and there's uh, there's a little um, paper bag uh, that goes each of the twenty four days, uh, and in each paper bag has these little um, peppermint uh, candy cane balls. Awesome. You know, the like kind of soft. Yeah. Anyway, so there's four of them for our four kids. And so in the morning, they go and grab those, those little candies out, and then they, they have them while we do the devotional. And then afterwards, they take the card, the memory card, and they clip it on the, the empty bag. So, you know, as you awesome. walk up and down the hallway, you see at this point, we're like, what, 17 days, so 17 cards, and then eight, yeah. seven more empty bag, or bags that have the candy in them. And, then, and that being visual, tactile, experiential, um, and the age of your children, those are going to be some of their most fond and earliest memories probably of Christmas is those yeah. bags down yep. the hall. Yeah. Yep. And then at night we do this. I, I recommend this book. This is new. It's by a, um, a young woman, a young, I think, mom. Her name is Tish Oxenrider, which is a pretty fantastic name. Um, Very fantastic. And it's called Shadow and Light. And what I like about it is they're, they're still short. So... Uh, they're a little bit more adult, uh, but they're short. So there's like maybe one page of um, of a reading, and then there's a psalm. Usually, it's a psalm that that you that you pray together, and then there is a she curates art and music. So she has wow. um, so it'll say listen to this song. Uh, dis- oh, and there's one discussion question. So there's a discussion question that goes along with it. There's a song. And then there's a artwork, like a painting. Uh, almost, most of the paintings are uh, nativity scenes through the ages in different cultures. So you have a Guatemalan artist from 1896 and his his nativity scene, and oh, good, which so is particularly like Guatemalan, um, blonde headed hairlo Jesus. Halo yeah, it's not Jesus just Dutch, stuff, yeah. you know, paintings. And so, <laughs> so, um, so that's pretty cool. So our kids are getting exposed to 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 uh, historical art work you know that's that's around the nativity and around the birth of christ um and it's everything from very kind of ultra realistic they've got this graffiti one that our kids love this sort of modern like comic style one there's you know historic artwork that you would recognize and she's got a curated spotify playlist so if you you can go to her shadow and light playlist and it has the songs in order um, and then if you go to her website, you can click, she has all the artwork already sort of curated for you. So you can click. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll pull up the painting. We'll play the song to be playing while we're looking at the painting, making Reading observations painting. about it. And then we pray uh-huh. together. So that's every night. We'll put that in, we'll put that in the show notes for you guys, yeah. right? You'll drop that link for us. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll do that. Um, a awesome. couple other things awesome. that we do is, uh, December also is where almost all of our kids' birthdays are. So they have three birthdays <laughs> in three days, December 6th, 7th, wow. and 8th. And so, um, so we have a birthday week in the midst of it all where it's just sort of chaos. It's, it's like uh, gifts and cupcakes and sleepovers and parties nonstop for three days. And everybody who has de- December birthdays, myself included, you're always asked as a kid, do you get shorted because it's Christmas? Like, do you get less presents for your kids because it's Christmas time? Some Apparently, that's a thing that some people do. Yeah. Um, 
but uh my 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 mom and dad wanted to not do that because they they like you didn't choose to be born December. Yeah, we try we try not to short them. I think for us it's the double whammy of there's Christmas right around the corner and there's three birthdays back to back. And so yes. so like we you know, but but we do try to make sure the birthdays are special, memorable. They still get good yeah. gifts. Um, we have the benefit awesome. of having uh, grandparents that are still sending, you know envelopes with money stuff. and stuff and so like we hardly buy any presents because there's just presents yeah. coming everywhere um yeah. and then the other couple of things that we do for traditions is and this year will be a little bit different because um i'm not sure that our family will come out for christmas eve service but our church does a christmas eve service that we love we've done it from the beginning yeah. we planted 10 years ago and uh we we've always done a christmas eve service that's uh, beautiful it's just an hour of a uh, singing you know christmas carols and hymns yeah. and short sermon, um, you know, that, and, and Brett does a good job. He usually breaks that up where the first part of it is just to the kids. So we have the kids come up, sit and sit at the front yeah. and, uh, and then he kind of broadens it. And, and typically that's shorter 10, 15 minutes. And then a lot of singing together. And, and we always would go, we'd have our Christmas Eve service and then we would take our, our horde of people across the street to a little, local Chinese and sushi place and just complete. And they would open just for us and we would just cram that place full. And, uh, and that was a really fun tradition that we won't do this year. They're not open yeah. for seating. And so, so yeah. no, no, uh, no Chinese Nagoya's? food together. Nagoya, Nagoya, and yeah, downtown Nagoya. So we'll be back next cool. year, God willing. Um, yeah. and then the, the, the last thing for us is we, we keep Christmas day, tight to our family. So we, we see lots of family in the holidays. Um, but we, for us, we've just decided our Christmas tradition is going to be our kids in our house. Um, we wouldn't turn away. Like if my mom or somebody wanted to come stay with us, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't close the, there's no room. It's Christmas. (laughs) You're not invited here. Um, but, but we, we we don't, we don't travel. We don't go, uh, places until after Christmas. So Awesome. That's how awesome. we roll, man. We love it. This love season it. is this season love is so it, great. And and uh and Jenny just does a fantastic job with our house. Like we got lights everywhere. We got I yeah. I, I don't like decorating for Christmas, but I like <laughs> I like the house being decorated for Christmas. Hey, I, I'm on the same team. Uh, my wife and my oldest love to decorate and I love to look at it after it's done. <laughs> um in fact my daughters ended up getting our Christmas tree this year because we were trying to find a date that worked for me to go with them and we, we figured I'd do it we'd do it on December sixteenth, my birthday, but it you know, it was an ice and snowstorm yesterday. So they went and got the tree I think on Tuesday. Just Kai and Kayla went out to some farm and the guy cut it and treated them great and and it's uh, I'm sure it looks I sure it looks great, Jesse, but I'm not there. Um, <laughs> Will they at least send you a picture? Yeah, they'll send me a picture. Man, I, gosh, I'm 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 a little bit anxious now that I'm not going to be home for Christmas. I'm You'll be home, gonna, man. You'll be home. You're going to be negative. We're going to do believing prayers. Well, we are um, going to pray and believe. Well, in terms of our family tradition, I'm going to start with the most controversial. Um, for me as a kid, everything at Christmas was about Santa Claus, right? And everything for me was like, what am I going to get for Christmas, right? I just didn't uh, – I became a Christian when I was 20 years old, college, right? So um, for whatever reason, I had a really strong aversion to not making Christmas very, very about the celebration of the incarnation of the Son of God. 
So we had our first kids. The question about Santa Claus came up, and now for me, the the the, the issue was settled in my heart. I mean, you yeah. you you know, you rearrange the letters of uh, Santa, you know, you can come up with some stuff now. Um, and so, <laughs> so, um, so I would make jokes to Casey about Satan Claus and all this stuff. Just kidding, uh, but little did they know that I actually did not want to do Santa Claus. Now. At, now, now, listen now, undergrounders. There's absolutely nothing wrong with Santa Claus, St. Nicholas. You can do the whole story. You can have the fat. You can sit your kids on fat guy with a beard's lap and do, oh, Santa. You can do the cookies and milk or or, or beers and bacon for Santa, whatever you do. Um, all good. For me, I didn't want to do um, Saint, uh, Satan Claus. So <laughs> <laughs> little did I know, Jesse that this would be controversial with both uh, my mother and uh, yes. Casey's mother, or yes. grandparents, let's just say. Grandparents. How are you, how are you not going to do that? I'm like, we're just not going to do it. And so <laughs> we successfully navigated the waters of not doing uh, Santa Claus. And even we did do the St. Nicholas story kind of thing and uh, taught our kids to be good citizens of these United States to not ruin Santa Claus yeah. celebrations for other kids. Um, and our kids are kind of like, they had a little swagger in them, I think, because they knew that, that what everybody else was doing wasn't real. But they were kind and courteous and let them have their uh, young Christmas mythology for themselves. So that was one thing that was controversial. Bro, we, we made did it through. The, yeah, we did the same thing. We did. I mean, you know, so... Uh, and, and, and we had to, st- there were, our kids, we try to teach them not to, not to ruin it for other kids, but there were still a couple <laughs> times where like, because we did, we did, we talked a lot about St. Nicholas and who he was and, and why, uh, you know, why there's this tradition and, and how it's still fun and it's okay. And it's, you know, and, That's right. uh, but, That's right. but there, there, you know, my son, who's like a very like blunt, he's, he was like, well, <laughs> Santa Claus, you mean St. Nicholas? He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we, let's not do that. Okay. He you know, died a long time ago. He, he yeah. died in the fourth century. Okay. For fifth century. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Yeah. And and look, man, we we watch all the animated Santa Claus coming to town. We we have Elf. no issue with any of that. We we're we're in. We just celebrated. We, just did, we, we had Santa. Uh, we we had uh, a parade in our little small town here. That was it was it was uh it was just Santa Santa on the back of a Hummer, throwing <laughs> throwing candy at kids. And so we went out and, and we, we received a pelting of um, candy canes from Santa and we we cheered and celebrated and uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, we we uh, we kept we, we still keep Christmas. I mean, we 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 celebrate the mess out of our kids on their birthday that their birthday. That's an American kind of Western cultural thing, maybe or birth 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 celebrations around the world. Um, we're big on that. That's their day. Um, that's when they're special. That's when we get them presents. Uh, but we also didn't get our kids Christmas presents for the longest time when they were little because they didn't know and they were getting stuff from everybody else. So they didn't know. We just didn't buy them Christmas presents. Don't think low of us. Um, so, so for us, Christmas was about celebration of the coming of Jesus and then their birthdays. That's a big deal about them. Um, Advent, same thing for me. We have a lot, I have a lot of memories. Uh, I would say that Advent was more uh, like they had, they had a little pop up thing that they yeah. used every year um, for each day, and our had kids a would piece pull of out chocolate a little in it. stuff. Yeah, a little character or something, telling the story. Yeah. That was a huge thing. Our church in New Jersey, we did Advent devotionals in house every year for the longest time, and some of, that would involve artists, designers, writers in our church that people wrote devotionals for the families to use during the the weeks 
weeks of Advent, and we had custom people drawing amazing things and graphic designers putting it all together. And those are really fond memories because this was kind of like a, you know, you're for us, by us, church community producing an That's Advent cool. devotional and rejoicing and celebrating with it. Um, Christmas Eve. Is, is special for, for our family for a couple reasons. It's in the morning on Christmas Eve. I, I write my children's Christmas letters, which if you we'll, – we'll put this back in the show notes. Yeah. But episode, I think, 10, uh, A Christmas Tradition, kind of lays out uh, how to write Christmas letters to your kids, at least kind of the, the flow that, that we use in our family. And so each year for, the, for as long – I think for their whole lives, each of them, uh, I write each kid an individualized letter. And I drop little things during the during – the, um, calendar year in Evernote, little bullet points, and then I put it together into prose on Christmas Eve morning, and I write them, print them, put them in envelopes, stick them on a tree, and and they still, each one of them, Christmas morning, will that's the last present they open, and they get in my lap, and my, my kids are bigger than me now, uh, taller at least. Well, my girls are five foot five. My son's probably, I don't know, five nine now, um, and I'm short, so he, they all still get up in my lap, and I read it to them. Uh, they always deceive dad's crying, which dad typically uh, can't uh, help but tear up. Uh, just And I just trying to cast vision, thankful for my kids, things that God has done in their life that year, things that are good in their life. things, that, And I even challenge them in growth areas of their life to just kind of speak a fatherly word to them once. It's a year, and so that's really special. And then Christmas Eve, we have this. I don't know. I think this might be Southernish because both um, my family eats these things, and Casey's family eats these things called sausage balls. I was going to mention like- sausage balls for us too. <laughs> that I didn't grow up on that up in up in DC, but I think, my, it's, a, I think it's a Southern. Yeah, thing. my it wife must be a Southern. Jenny, thing. Jenny's from Roanoke, and they they would yeah. make sausage balls every. So my kids are already like, Mom, we're making sausage balls, right? Yeah, and for for, for those of you out there who are from northern lands or other cultures, uh, these are basically like Jimmy Dean pork sausage with cheese and bisquick. That's exactly and you what it is. You push it all together and you put it on a baking sheet. They crisp up on the butt. They're really good. Um, I have some friends out there, foodie friends. They're they're not probably good for you, <laughs> uh, but they're good for me. And then we do this. Um, this is from Casey's family. They do this. Um, ginger ale and lime sherbet punch with sausage balls every Christmas Eve. Uh, I think we do that on New Year's Eve as well in that kind of a way to just spend time with family. And, and we, we do travel sometimes. We've, we, we've done the Thanksgiving Christmas back and forth with my mom and Casey's family. And But this year, everyone's at home. And there's a Christmas tree shortage, apparently, and prices are high because everyone's getting a Christmas tree because um, most everyone's not going anywhere. But here's the beauty. Uh, Christmas is one of those hopeful seasons. And it happens in kind of some of the, you know, people like it happened in the winter solstice because the pagans celebrated that and they replaced it with Christmas. Read read that DeYoung article that we'll link in the show notes. Uh, but it is in the dark type of the year and the kind of the idea that uh, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light really always hit home to me yeah. uh, during the kind of cold, dark winter, at least in the uh, northern hemisphere. Uh, we're reflecting upon the light of the world stepping into space, time, and history. Uh, God, very God of very God, to uh, to live a life, uh, show us what who God is, show us what humanity can be uh, in the person of Jesus, and then die for us and be risen again. We celebrate the gospel at Christmas, which is a humble privilege, uh, because philosophically God isn't an abstract concept far away from us, but rather God becomes very near, uh, even in the obscure backwater, uh, far away from things. Uh, you know the way Jesus. Jesus was born wasn't with this great uh, pomp and circumstances of 
a king, but you know, in in a in a in born in a barn kind of deal, uh, or a household uh, that had animals and things. So, Jesse, Christmas, wonderful time, changed for me. Obviously, uh, you probably had a similar experience. Changed for for us when we became followers of Jesus, because then things are infused with new meaning, which might be in a cultural exercise or cultural rhythm, or about getting a new dirt bike for Christmas becomes this reflective time where we give thanks for the greatest gift from the greatest giver. Amen. Yes. I, I, I get excited about even just talking about it right now. I'm like, this is good. What we're doing is good because Amen. you know, my, my experience growing up too, when and Christmas time was beautiful for us and, and it was a good season for us. Um, but, but there wasn't the, the, the kind of four week countdown to the celebration of the coming of the Christ of the, the promised one. And, and, uh, and, and we're doing that. And frankly, it's, it's, it's giving me more hope for the darkness. And, 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 and it's only been recently that I've understood the, really the significance of the light coming into the darkness, the turning even of the season. So the winter solstice is what is December 21st, somewhere around there where yeah. the, where the darkest day of the year for us in, in Northern hemisphere, yeah. where, where then it turns and like, you know, Christmas yeah. morning comes and it's not uh, Narnia under the white witch where it's always winter and never Christmas. It's right. it's, uh, it's actually Christmas. It, it, it's going to thaw out and yeah. the, the light is going to come and uh, the sun has hey, come. I forgot one thing and I'll try to find these and put them in the show notes. Uh, my middle daughter or my second daughter, Kylie Jordan, uh, she used to write poems um, on Christmas and she would read them at our Christmas Eve service in New Jersey. I'll try to find at least one of those and throw those in the show notes as well, because those were moments where she on her own accord, um, would think about the season and, and bless our whole church family. And of course she's, uh, she's a 17 year old, uh, junior in high school now. And I still remember as the little tiny brown haired Cindy Lou who looking brown haired though, uh, reading, reading her little poems about Jesus mm, at, at Christmas sweet. time. Let me throw in one more thing for the show notes, Reed. Uh, I forgot to mention this in my family traditions. This is just a personal tradition for me that, that I recommend if you, um, if you want to pick up a historical work. I try every December. I'm getting ready to do it again right now uh, for this last week. Uh, I try to read through uh, St. Athanasius's book on the Incarnation. It's a pretty small book. It's significant uh, in church history, and, and, uh, but, but it's, it's devotional. You, you don't have to... Um, you know, you can just read through it in a, in a week or two in the mornings. Uh, it's not long. It's probably like 80 or 90 pages would be my guess. You can get up. There's a great copy made by, oh, it's a Greek Orthodox, Orthodox publishing house. Uh, St. Vladimir's press, maybe. Okay. Anyways, and it's great, probably, probably available for free online too. Oh yeah. You, you can do it for free yeah. online. The, the nice thing about yeah. the one with that, that press that I mentioned, which I'll, I'll send you for the show notes is, uh, it has the C.S. Lewis introduction. C.S. Lewis has a three-page introduction. That's a, uh, it's worth it to read that as well. You don't, you can skip the kind of um, academic introduction to it. It's long. It's just you know, don't just skip that. Get to the C.S. Lewis one and then start reading <laughs> Athanasius. Awesome. I might well, do Jesse, it drinking some of that drinking some of that punch that you mentioned that you guys have. Hey, it's good. It's you just put a little simple. bourbon in there, and then you've got uh, you've got like yeah. a like a Kentucky Mule, the the uh, yeah. lime, the uh, what is it? The lime ginger ale and 
you better do it before you become a, a Baptist a student again in your PhD program because you'll probably have to be on the wagon from that stuff. We, we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, we've been podcasting since August of 2017. We did celebrate our first year. I think it was episode 25-ish with a, we've, a French title, Bon Anniversaire. We had a happy anniversary, one-year anniversary of the Gospel Underground podcast. We're going to have a different kind of celebration here at the beginning of 2021 because it's 2021, but it's also episode 100, 100. Jesse. Can you believe up. that? 100. It's got kind of wild, huh? Thank it's you amazing. to all of our listeners, our audience out there. Thank you for the feedback we get from you. I even had a, a friend text me about Kayla and I's discussion, uh, said something very kind to us about it. And so thank you for listening in. And we are going to do episode 100 where Jesse and I are going to reflect back on our own lives over the last several years of doing this podcast, some of our favorite episodes. And we're going to even do a, some of our segments review-ish, probably in or out. We won't have to put each other on a political carpet uh, in or out about elections and things like that because it seems like we're finally done with that season. Kind of still. willing, kind of still. <laughs> we'll see. Be about your revolutions, but make your revolutions uh, the one that Jesus came, his cosmic conspiracy to overthrow the domain and dominion of Satan Claus. Uh, just kidding, but to live and uh, be a revelation of, of love of the Son of God so that people and sinners could be forgiven, redeemed, and light will conquer darkness in the end. Jesse, that is our destiny. We are celebrating that on the Gospel Underground as a conversation, a dialogue taking place within the borderland of church and culture. The Gospel Underground Podcast is a partnership with the Bonhoeffer House and Jesse Fury. Review us on iTunes. Five stars are acceptable. Send your feedbacks, comments, nice text messages. Well, you can't text an email. Info at gospelunderground.org. Thank you guys for listening. 99 in the book. We'll see you next uh, after Christmas. Enjoy. So to honor, baby. Peace. We'll go to 100. Peace.